everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'll Be Back podcast. Uh, what's up, guys? Um, happy holiday week. I'm recording this on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Uh, it's I'm off today, so going down to the game at 3.30. Uh, figured I'd give you a, a quick little show. Uh, I was supposed to have a guest on. Uh, sorry, Javon. Had a little... Uh, something came up, so uh, Javon Edmonds, who used to be at Al Scoop, who's been on the show before. Uh, go, We'll get Javon on again. So um, just didn't work out. So, But I didn't want to not give you guys anything today. So I'm just recording a quick one. Um, and I figured I wasn't going to record on Thanksgiving Day and probably wasn't going to do one Friday morning before the football game and or after the football game. So uh, do a quick little preview of today's game at 3.30 against Ole Miss. Uh, recap the Columbia loss real quick. Talk a little football at the end. Um, so like I said, I'm off. So it's, you know, 1230 and I'm recording 1245 and I got a nice little white claw. Pre-game today's game and then heading out. Um, so Temple loses to Columbia. Three and one. We were three and oh going into it. Undefeated sounded really nice. Four and oh would have sounded great. Um, but, you know, Adam Fisher wasn't going to be uh undefeated forever kind of came back to earth um which is fine i think the you win that game you're 4-0 heading into today life would have been really good uh, i'm curious what the crowd's gonna be like today uh it's i get it it's a tough game i have a little gripe with temple right now uh i found out that PubWeb and maxis are closed today so setting up plans to go to this game were not as easy as one might have thought because usually it's just like meet at PubWeb, meet at maxis and you can't really say that um, so you got to, you know, head down, meet off campus. I uh, had, I get it, like, you know, PubWeb probably doesn't have uh, anybody to work because I think most of our tenders are uh, students. Same thing with Maxis probably. It's still annoying. Uh, I think Temple's got to, like, capitalize on that. Like, that. This I texted a couple of people. Like, this would have been the day that, like, you try to set up a tailgate on Lee Course Walk or in the Lee Course Garage Center. Uh, but Temple uh, doesn't always think these things are but it is what it is um i just got a text from one of our loyal listeners and a uh, good temple friend darren he said he's meeting up at locust rendezvous uh i think my buddy said they're meeting at yard brewery brewing um but yeah with traveling and stuff anyway it's kind of like again who knows what the crowd will be like um so yeah so lose to columbia it was could have won at the end i mean they were down like it seemed like 10 12 the whole game and then they fought back fought back um really cut it to you know what two three at the end there and then um asir miller played all 40 minutes 29 points um i said you know two weeks ago on the show he's been scoring he's been assertive and somebody has to do it so i don't know if it's a winning record for or winning winning recipe but at least he's trying uh, Jaleel White may or may not have dislocated his finger during this game, and I don't think he came in basically the entire second half. I still don't know. Like I said, I'm recording this about three hours before tip-off. I don't know if he's even playing today. Um, uh, Stanford had a decent game. Riley, uh, he looks the part, but he just, I don't know. It's, it's a struggle on offense, it seems like. Uh, Settle and Hoffman really didn't do much. Uh, Piccarelli actually had a really good game, four of eight from three, six to six at the line, 18 points. So, you know, between him and Hasir, that's, you know, 50 of your 73 points. And then the rest of the teams, somebody's got to do something. 
Uh, Jordan Riley goes one for six. Science Stanford goes one for five. Hoffman's over three. Settles over three. So if you're wondering why we lose this game, I mean, you could argue it's because he gave up 78 points, 78 points to Columbia. You could argue it's because, you know, aside from two players, uh, nobody really scored on the team. Um, again, like, you know, going into the season, expectations were low. So it stinks knowing that this is a team that you probably should be better than. You didn't win. Um, they had a couple guys shoot well from three. They were 12 from 26 overall from three, so 46%. Um, and they shot 49% from the field. So is that going to happen for Columbia every game? Probably not. Um, but yeah, they had a guy who was two for three from three. They had a guy who was three for five from three. They had a, or no, two for four from three. Another guy was two for four from three. Another guy that was two for uh, three for four from three. So they hit threes and yeah. Um, I don't know. I was kind of annoying loss, but it wasn't over. Uh, shout out to the guy who sat right behind me, uh, at the game. So I went to the game and, uh, my buddy who I was with at the game, uh, stood up for maybe five and a half seconds. And this old guy just cursed us out immediately and said, are you going to fucking stand the whole game? And it really set the tone for a great Saturday afternoon. So that was cool. Um, hopefully don't run into that guy again today. Um, shout out to the guy next to us who said he has listened to the show. I don't know if he was a regular listener or was just being nice, but um, he was really cool to talk to. And he said, hey, that guy's a grumpy old curmudgeon. And we ended up talking to that guy next to us for the entire game. So shout out that guy who was very cool and uh, hopefully run into that guy again. Uh, so, uh, like I said, heading down today, they got Ole Miss. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Ole Miss is four and but their wins are Alabama state, Eastern Washington, Detroit mercy, and Sam Houston state. So kind of their first real test I would say is today. And, you know, some of their wins are, they won by 10, they lost one by 11, they lost one by one and one by three. So it's not like they're blowing these teams out. Um, you know, if you want some form of scouting report, they have a guy named Alan Flanagan who averages about 19 a game. Another guy named Matthew Merle, who averaged 15 a game. Jalen Murray, 13 a game. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. It's Again, if they're 4-0 heading into this game, they lose, say, 4-1, which sound really good heading into Thanksgiving. Now, if you win today, does that kind of cancel out the Columbia loss? Do you look at it that way? Or do you say, oh, well, you should be 5-0. You just beat an SEC school. I don't know. Uh, with the Adam Fisher era beginning, I thought going into a you know, 10-win season, I would say the over under 10 and a half, 500, I would say was successful. I mean, if you're looking last year's roster was for 500 and uh, we lost five pretty good players from that team, whether you liked them or not, they were talented basketball players. Um, so yeah. So right now four and one uh, after today wouldn't be the end of the world for me. Uh, I'm excited to just get down there and have a, a good time. And I'm again, like I said, I'm off today and Thanksgiving break is a nice little treat. So I'm more just trying to enjoy this instead of, uh, you know, get upset. Um, I said, we'll talk a little bit of football. They lost last week to UAB 34, 24. It was, I don't know. It looked like a game we were in and looked like, you know, UAB was three and seven heading into it. We were three and seven heading into it. It seemed like if that's a game, maybe if it's on home, at home, at the length, uh, maybe we win, you know. Um, but we didn't, and that's kind of just the temple mantra this year for football. It stinks. EJ Warner, 323 yards, uh, two touchdowns, one interception. The running game obviously never got going, as is tradition this year. Um, they play their final home game Friday uh, against Memphis at the link at noon. I will be down there for that. Uh, not sure how early. We'll see how late I stay up on Thanksgiving night if I get up early Friday for a tailgate. Um, 
definitely want to try to get down there at least. Um, and, you know, if it's a good game, stay for the whole game. If it's not, uh, you know, it stinks. This football season hasn't gone quite as planned. I, I really thought six wins was doable. So to get four, if they win Friday, would be nice and salvageable. But we'll see. Um, you know, maybe EJ gets another 300-yard game, something to be positive on. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, Al Scoop does a really good interview to, uh, with David Martin Robinson on their show this week. Um, and I think he's just one of my favorite players over the last four or five years that's been on these rosters. Um, so give that a listen if you haven't already. Um, and just, you know, you get to see the human that he is and the person he is and the teammate that he is. And just it's hard not to root for a guy like him. Uh, I thought he's been great uh, in his Temple career. So uh, for a lot of these guys, I know we're fans and stuff, but a lot of these guys will be the last time they play football on Friday, Temple seniors. And, uh, you know, I hope they had a good run and a good stay at Temple. And don't be surprised if, you know, Saturday we see a bunch of guys entering the transfer portal as grad transfers or, you know, those reports start leaking out. Um, and don't think the sick is the sink is shipping. Yeah, the ship is sinking. I can't talk. Um, but, yeah. So Friday, hopefully, if anybody's down there, uh, get to see us, say hi, one last uh, football game, and, like, obviously try to make as much basketball games as I can. Um, I did want to say before, uh, EJ Warner is officially fifth all-time in Temple passing yards and fifth in Temple passing touchdowns. Um, I think he officially passed those heading in uh, before the UAB, UAB game, but – um, he definitely cemented it. Um, so he's, he could be, I, I'm not saying he is leaving, but if he retired from football tomorrow, EJ Warner would statistically be the fifth best QB ever in Temple history, no matter what. Um, and basically the only guys ahead of him were Adam Michael, Anthony Russo, Henry Barris, and PJ Walker, which is pretty good competition. Um, you know, and PJ Walker currently, uh, you know, uh, journeyman in the pros, but he's in the pros. Anthony Russo, you know, had a great four-year career here and started most of his games. Henry Barris had a great uh, career in Canada. And Adam DeMichael um, is, I believe, now still on Matt Rule's staff as a, you know, coaching, uh, a QB coach. So four guys that it's not bad to be behind. EJ Warner has a chance to pass Adam DeMichael in touchdowns. It's Mike DeMichael's got 40, Warner's at 39. So that could possibly happen on Friday. Um, as for yards, EJ's about... 300 yard, 200 yards behind a guy named Mike McGann, who was from 01 to 05, uh, right before the Al Golden era. Um, so he's 200 yards behind him. So realistically, he can move to fourth in both those categories heading in the game uh, or by the end of the game. So, um, so yeah. So like I said, guys, sorry, supposed to have a guest and uh, just timing didn't work out for today. And I didn't want to not do an episode. Like I said, I'm not going to record one on Thanksgiving Day. I don't know how many people listen to it on Thanksgiving Day anyway, uh, but I didn't want to give you a little something this week, maybe driving down to the game today, something to listen to, or driving down to the football game Friday, something to listen to. Um, next week should have a really good show uh, leading up to the LaSalle game is, I believe, next Wednesday. I got to double check on that. Um, but, and that uh, I'm excited for uh, the episode that we have next week. I think it's a guest. Um, a lot of people probably are surprised we've never had on before, but if we pull it off, uh, I think it'll be a really fun episode. Um, so yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm going to finish this white claw and head on my way and, um, yeah, go Owls. And as always, I will be back.